What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon. I am Linux Liaison. You can't tell me I'm not. I mean, I'm posting on this account, right? This is yet another tech podcast. And usually I take a general perspective on the world of technology. But here, like the last two episodes, I'll be focusing on Linux and what Linux has to offer. More specifically, I'll be focusing on why I stay with Linux, why I used Linux as my daily driver, my daily go-to, day in and day out. However you want to put it, Linux is a huge part of my life, and there's no denying that. Now the big header that you could put over this episode of why I stay on Linux would be just generally peace of mind. I don't have to fight with the system every time I boot it up. I know it's going to do exactly what I tell it to do. I know that my system isn't collecting information on me. My system isn't preventing me from accessing certain pieces of information on the system. For example, a log for a certain application might have some hidden information about how the application works and therefore the log isn't allowed to be seen. That's the case as it is on Windows, right? I mean, I can't count how many times where a log was barring me access because of some sort of user permissions. I didn't have access to that log, only the application itself did, which was kind of bonkers to me. It just didn't make any sense. It was like they were hiding something malicious on their back end. So that's a thing. Another thing is, is the deep application integration. There are applications that can basically reach the bare metal of what's going on in your system. You can see exactly what's going on, things that are being processed at in live time, in real time. And how powerful is that? I mean, you go to the terminal and some of the commands that you can enter can literally destroy your whole system. You could bring down a whole enterprise. For example, you could bring down Facebook if you had access to the right server in Facebook headquarters with one command. I mean, for example, you could just set off a fork bomb on the main server and everything goes down. It's it's crazy how powerful. I mean, like me as a Linux user, I don't really know that much. I've only scratched the surface. So imagine someone like Brian Lunduke who must spend every day in the terminal and when he opens the terminal he must feel like a freaking god which sort of brings me to my next point where i can actually get to that point sometime in the future i don't have to just stay at the current level of knowledge that i have there's so much documentation out there because there's so many people working on linux and various linux applications There's so much documentation just even built into the system. If you open the terminal and you type man whatever terminal command, more likely than not, pretty much 99.9% of the time, you'll end up finding some sort of manual that has the comprehensive list of all the options that you have for that command and how to use that command. Sometimes there's even examples for each command. And... I could reach levels that Brian Lunduk might not have even thought of. But I think by far the coolest part of all of this is that I can have a say in what goes on in my system. I can 
go ahead and dig deep into the confines of my system and remove those confines. I can contribute to the code and build something completely new using my 10 fingers or three apparently because that's how many fingers I type with. I've checked. It's weird. And the fact that I as just some measly individual can have a say in what goes on into a project that is this large just makes me feel like it makes me feel good. It makes me feel valued. It makes me feel like my opinion and the things that I've done in my life actually matter on the grander scale of things. I mean, if I got a piece of my code into Linux kernel and then that code gets put into the main tree and then that code ends up becoming part of, I don't know, like Ubuntu and Arch and the respective kernels that end up being created after that. Like, that's big. That's that's huge. That's something to write home about, as long as your family knows what the heck a Linux kernel is. And speaking on knowing stuff, I mean, if I don't know something in the Linux kernel, or if I don't understand something while I'm reading the Linux kernel, I can go ahead and ask certain individuals in the community and they'll be more than happy to help me to help me learn to increase my knowledge to to acquire more knowledge on how the system works and what it's doing and how it's doing it and it's this community ultimately that keeps me here because all of these things that I've listed today would not be possible without this huge community of good people with good intentions that will continue to decrease the general suckiness of the software world that exists within the proprietary branch of it. Because in the world of open source, there's a general propensity towards generosity that creates an ideological defense that deters the kind of behavior that would be detriment to the community and the movement as a whole. Because open source ideology, the movement, suffocates those type of people. It suffocates that wanting to be greedy, that want for attention. And you know what, guys? On that note, you guys have a great night. I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you all enjoyed my little Linux series. I'll be going back to regular topics. If you have any ideas of what I should cover next, Leave a comment down below if you're on SoundCloud, or just hit me up on Twitter at Brian Nolet, or on Mastodon at BNolet. And if you have any feedback on this episode or any episodes in the past, feel free to let me know what you think and how I could fix things, make things better. <laughs>